0: Welcome to Rayma for Today Radio.
1: Pray for them that despitefully use you. Well, that's one class of people you can always be sure you're right in praying for. Now, you're going to pray that judgment will come on them? No, you pray for them the blessings of God will come on them. <laughs> it's amazing what it does for you. Amen. Instead of retaliating, trying to get back, you see, pray for them. You know, a lot of times I've I've never answered criticism. I've been, I tell folks sometimes, I'm not going to let some little old something criticism bother me. I've been criticized by experts.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Kenneth E. Hagan from our Timeless Teaching Library. Stay tuned for the series, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Brother Hagen's message.
1: Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for all of your great provision. Thank you for your precious holy written word that you've given to us. And the psalmist of old said, the entrance of thy words giveth light. Thank you for the mighty, great Holy Spirit whom you've sent to us, to indwell us, to be our teacher, to be our guide. We trust him today to unveil and to unfold the word of God unto our spirits. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. You may open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5. Now, this is prayer seminar. And you know, after all, There are just so many scriptures on the subject of prayer. You have to keep coming over some of them again and again and again. You know, Jesus made this statement in Matthew 4, 4. We're right there in the fifth chapter, going to read a verse. If you want to look at it, Jesus stated, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Well, what he's actually saying is he's just simply using a natural human term to explain the spiritual truth. He's saying what bread or food is to your physical body, the Word of God is to your spirit. Amen? Well, you don't always come up with some kind of new food, do you? But we eat the same food over and over again, we may just prepare it a little bit different. So on the subject of prayer, it's the same word again and again. I like it as sometimes like fixing a meal, you know, like potatoes, for instance. You don't always fix them the same. Sometimes we have potato salad. Amen. And sometimes just plain potatoes, sometimes mashed potatoes, sometimes fried potatoes. And some folks even eat them raw. But anyway, we'll not try to have too much raw stuff. We'll try to cook it up a little bit for you anyway. (laughs) Heat it up, warm it up anyway. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Now, I want us to begin here with Matthew and go through Matthew and then Mark and then Luke and then John and just read everything Jesus said about prayer and examine it in some detail. Then we'll go further as time would permit. Now in this 44th verse of this 5th chapter of Matthew, but I say unto you, now this is Jesus, I say unto you. Now he had just gone through saying, if you want to back up to the 38th verse, you have heard that it has been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. If any man will sue thee at law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. Whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain, or that is two miles. Give to him that asketh thee, from him that would borrow thee, turn thou not away. You have heard that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Well, it sure gets quiet, don't it? I said it sure gets quiet, doesn't it? I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Well, you've been wondering what to pray for. Here's one thing Jesus said, amen. You suppose he knew what he was talking about? Pray for them that despitefully use you. Well, that's one class of people you can always be sure you're right in praying for. Now, you're going to pray that judgment will come on them? No, you pray for them the blessings of God will come on them. (laughs) It's amazing what it does for you. Amen. Amen. Instead of retaliating, trying to get back, you see, pray for them. You know, a lot of times I've I've never answered criticism. I've been, I tell folks sometimes, I'm not going to let some little old something, criticism bothered me. I've been criticized by experts. (laughs) But I always pray for those folks. Say, now, dear Lord, first I examine myself. I mean, is their criticism really bona fide? Is it really, you know, if I'm wrong, well, I want to get straightened up, don't you? And then I pray for them. Lord, you know, they just didn't realize what they're saying or doing. Forgive them. Bless them. I want to see them blessed spiritually, financially, materially, every way. Praise God. And it's amazing what it does for you. Pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. Love your enemies. Bless them. Well, that has to do with praying to bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Hallelujah. Find something good you can do for them. But pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Are you doing it? Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. Well, if you're not, well, get after it. Praise God. Now, let's go into the sixth chapter of Matthew and notice here. We shall begin with the uh, fifth verse. And when thou prayest, so he's talking about praying, isn't he? And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. So evidently some people are hypocritical in their praying. Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which seeth in secret. And the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. But uh, be ye not therefore like unto them, For your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Now then, let's back up just a little bit and we started talking about prayer with that fifth verse, but to get the full import of what he's saying, let's just start with the first verse of this sixth chapter. Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Now he's talking about giving or giving to the poor helping those in need take heed that you do not your alms before me and to be seen to them otherwise you have no reward of your father which is in heaven if you're giving whether it's giving to the poor whether it's helping those that are in need whether it's even giving to the gospel work just to be seen of men, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Amen? Amen. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. You don't want to do anything to be seen of men and to receive the glory of men. Now, whether you realize it or not, whatever you do, you can sing. You might have a beautiful voice. But if you sing, and you can do it with the wrong attitude and with the wrong motive, to let people know how great you are and what a great singer you are, and just to be seen of men, you have no reward. You can preach. You could even get soul saved. But if your attitude is, look what I'm a doing. I'm something big and something great, you've lost all your reward. You have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. I remember one time in the days of the Voice of Healing. I was one of the ministers in the Voice of Healing. I was holding a meeting in a certain large city of our nation and another minister of the voice of stopped by to visit the meeting. And after the, he was there in a the day teaching service in the morning time, and afterwards the pastor and I and he were talking. The congregation had dispersed. And uh, this was many years ago, actually over 30 years ago. So uh, the pastor said, I, I just stood and listened mostly. You know, you can learn a whole lot more by listening than you can talking. Like I've said so many times, you see, if you're doing all the talking, you're not going to learn anything because you already know everything you know or think you do anyway. (laughs) Amen. And so uh, we both had heard the pastor where I'm preaching, and I had already heard about a great meeting that this man had. Great number had come to the Lord, been born again. Now, today, we wouldn't think much about that, but back there in those days, you could have 50 or 100 people answer an altar call. Man, that was big, you see. I've seen the time in full gospel churches that we had a half a dozen saved during a whole meeting. Three baptized the Holy Ghost. We thought we had a landslide. <laughs> Amen. And so the, the pastor made mention of what we had heard in this meeting. Well, you could almost see him. I watched this fellow. You could almost see him just, just sort of blow up, you know, like he's blowing up a balloon, you know. Yeah, yeah, he said, I really did it. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And he reached over and got a hold of the pastor's tie and sort of did it like that. said, I'll tell you one thing, when I can't win them, nobody can. And I thought to myself, dear Lord, that poor fellow's lost all of his reward. Thank God for those that got saved. Thank God. But he's bragging on himself as though he did it.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. Lynette's Bargain Bag Activating Your Faith Package The mini-book Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen by Ken Hagen The mini-book Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagen The book Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagen The slimline book The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen The book Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen And the single CD Words by Kenneth E. Hagen these are being offered for a price of nineteen dollars Don't delay. Act right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at RAMA.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: Well, you know, in July, right into this month.
0: Yeah, can't be. About
1: meeting. two weeks from now or yeah. so. Uh, we're going to have. Uh, our camp meeting. Yes. July the 20th through the 25th right, right here, here on the Rhema campus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, if you want to find out about it, you can go to our and the information's there. Yes.
0: Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.